ringer. It's ringing. It's ringing. I can't make them answer. How to make a cow say ah? Not without getting emotionally involved. Let's examine this from a Winchester point of view. What's in it for me? Anybody know where I can get a cigar that says it's a heifer? Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, and joining me from across the pond, my good friend, Simon. Ah, gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 10, Episode 12, The Birthday Girls. It's the 230th episode overall, directed by Charles S. Dubin, written by Karen Hall, originally aired on January 11th, 1982, and the production code is 1G08. Clinger. It's ringing, it's ringing. I can't make them answer. Hey, look, a letter from my Aunt Mejla. What a lady. 60 years old, and she can still spit into a thimble from 30 paces. How long can it take to put through one phone call? I think the record is three weeks. Stupid, idiotic morons. Major, just a hunch, but are you a little edgy about something? No, mind your own business. And make somebody answer that phone. Whatever you say, your calmness. Hello, Icor. It worked. What took you so long? Well, did you ever think of putting an extension in the latrine? Just a minute, I'll check. Who do you want? I want the phone. She'll be with you in a moment. Hello, this is Major Margaret Houlihan. I'd like to speak... One moment, please. Corporal, I'm sure you have something you can be doing right now. Not really. Then do it somewhere else. And don't forget you're taking me to Kimpo Airport tomorrow at 1,600 hours. How could I forget? I'm living for it. And the plot summary for this episode, Margaret tries desperately to get to Tokyo for her birthday. And the camp helps an injured cow give birth with Klinger starting a betting pool on the exact day and time. Hello, Doug. It's Margaret. I'm fine. I just got your letter. I'm so glad you can make it to Tokyo this weekend. I've got it all planned. I know a wonderful restaurant that you're just going to love. And then afterwards, we're going to go see the Kabuki. And it's just going to be such an extra special birthday for me. And oh, we're going to have a wonderful time. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. And we have guest stars. We start with Jerry Fujikawa returns to MASH as Lee Sung Chu, farmer. And Kelly Nakahara, of course, returns as Lieutenant Kelly Yamato. All right. That was it. Not many guest stars in this one. Say, Dean, did you order a cow? This farmer just wandered in looking for a doctor. I just happened to have one on me. I am Lee Seung Chun. Hi, I'm Dr. Pierce. What's the problem? No, it is not for me. It's... Oh. Oh. What happened? Bombs very close to my home. Our family able to get cover, but animal not so lucky. She is only one left. One's are pretty deep, huh? And that's only part of the problem. She's pregnant. She give birth soon. I am worried for her safety and for her calf. I'm afraid their family needs both of them very badly. Well, we'll do what we can, but I, I mean, we have to figure out how to start first. You know, how to make a cow say, ah? Not without getting emotionally involved. I'm afraid cows are a little out of our field. Uh, we specialize in patients with two legs and one stomach. She didn't seem to be in any immediate danger, but we're, we're going to have to get help for this, you know? Let me go talk to Colonel Potter. Yeah. Old yeah. farmhand like him should know exactly yeah. what to do. You, you just stay in the waiting room. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You want to start us off, Meds? Yeah, okay. Well, I gave this an 8 out of 10. Um, nice. Because, I, I, I I, it's, it's, you know, I like a bit of a Margaret-centered mm-hmm. episode. Um, I am slightly... Um, 
concerned isn't the right word, but she's clearly going to... Well, there's nothing wrong in this. There's nothing wrong in this at all. Um, (laughs) But she's clearly going to Tokyo for a good time. She's clearly (laughs) lined up. It's a a booty call. It's a major, isn't it? Again, I think. Yes. And uh, we don't get to see who this is because sometimes they're quite old. <laughs> it always yeah. disturbs me. Uh, they're fairly old men. But she clearly has a good relationship with this person. They've clearly, you know, met up several times and I laugh and she's so looking forward to it. And it happens to be her birthday. Um, you know, when she's waiting for the phone call, she's all excited. Um you know, it, 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 I do quite like that. And it is, you know it's going to go wrong because this is how it, how it, you know, it, it always does happen, especially with the fact that when Klinger's driving her to uh-huh. you know, whatever she's got to get to the airport, you know, um, and you know that it, something's going to happen. But it's her fault because Klinger's saying we should go this way and she wants to go the quicker way and it's a terrible road and it does not look comfortable. I mean, there's no stunt people involved in this scene. They are bouncing yeah. all over dry, the It's a like riverbed. That's a dry yeah, riverbed. That's what it is. is. Isn't it? It's not a road. Um, no, it, it's just it's, <laughs> it's nowhere near a road, you know. Uh, um, and the whole thing with the cow is a bit unusual, but you know they would do it. Uh, it's a farmer's livelihood, and I, I like the whole thing about there as well. That that you know Charles has to give that lecture, which of course mm. is pretty boring. But what I, I think seals this whole episode is the fact that Margaret and Klingo have always had this fairly love hate relationship. You know, it's never really fully resolved you know what I mean and I know I know Loretta Swift and Jamie Farr love each other dearly in real mm-hmm. life you know they, they do meet up still to this day to have dinner um, but when they are on screen together even when they're, you know, they're not liking each other and arguing the acting with each other is absolutely superb mm. and this whole thing where Max gives her this little cake I'm not too sure where we got the cake from but he gets his <laughs> little cake and gives it to her in his own kind of way. It's not kind of like, he doesn't, and what's nice, what I like about it, he doesn't change his character. Sometimes when these things happen, they suddenly come out with this, you know, wholesome attitude. Max mm. doesn't hear, well, Jamie doesn't hear. He still acts as Klinger. He's still mm-hmm. just kind of like, hey, Toledo, you know, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's so nice. And then, you know, Margaret opens up about him, about that she wants a birthday and all this kind of stuff. I just think it's such lovely acting from Loretta Sweet here and also Jamie Farr. And it makes it that does. And yeah, when they come back, you know, it's like, oh, what's going on? Oh, we've, you know, given birth to a cabin and everything like that. Um, and Klinger's deal is, of course, Margaret wins it, which is, means he's let off with the whole, you know, the whole betting thing is a bit yeah. tiresome. I, I admit yeah. that, you know, it's a bit boring. Yep. But all in all, the whole package of this episode is really nice. Again, like we said in a couple of episodes back on the podcast, when you've got a major story and a, and a side story, the side story in this is clearly the cow. Um, mm-hmm. But it's 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 just nicely floating there in the background. Some nice performances from Alan Alder, uh, you know, and Mike Fowler there going on about how they're going to get about it and everything like this. And you know, I I just think it's a just a lovely episode. It's such a nice episode. Always good to see Loretta Switzer uh, getting a bit of limelight. Yep, totally agree with you. I gave this episode a seven and a half. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it definitely it. It was enjoyable. I really I really enjoyed it. I love seeing Happy Margaret. And I've mentioned this in a few previous podcasts. She just, because her character is so intense sometimes, to see Loretta Switch just with so much joy and giddiness, mm. and she feels more real as a character. Yeah. Um, and I love that about that. And I love that we get this at the beginning. She's just so excited for her booty call. You know, <laughs> this is what she wants, and she just can't wait. And it's her mm. birthday on top of it. You know, we don't know that at the time, but... So, I mean, no. it, I just, I really like that. Oh, I mean, and then you get, you know, Charles with his pig-headed line saying, you know, he doesn't do women's work. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, no. Which is it's rough, but but he does help her. I do give him that. He does. She must find that record that he wants because he does help her. I don't know in what time or you know how she found it, but he gives a speech. Which technically, there's like that's a C story because there's that story, the cap story, and then the main story mm. with with Klinger and and Margaret. So we get an unusual. Uh, triple story here but like you said they're just subtly in there they're not even really that prominent i mean the calf one's a little bit more prominent than charles you know and technically yeah. charles one intercedes with the calf one because the medicine he's talking about they wound up giving to the calf yeah so technically that could just be one story as well i wrote down clinger uh lottery tiresome you know that's <laughs> i mean it's fine it, it's fine i love bj and hawkeye doing charades oh yes um, that was that was that was lots of fun because the way Charles going... gets it straight away. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. BJ was just going for it. I couldn't figure out what he was doing. Calf birth. I love BJ talking over the PA to you know to help uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. And then of course you mentioned all this as well. I loved Margaret and Klinger's conversation at the Jeep once it was broken down. I love when Margaret opens up and becomes because we know she's this sweet, kind person. She also has a hard side to her. But she's she's also a very kind-hearted, loving woman. And she hides that a lot because she feels like she has to. Because she's yeah. a strong woman, a high-ranking woman in a man's army. So she feels like she can't be feminine. So I like when we get these feminine sides or when we get these vulnerable sides of Margaret. And she's very sweet. And Loretta Switch just pulls it off. I wrote yeah. in like all capital letters, Margaret shined in this episode. And she did. Mm. She was incredible. And I love that uh, Jamie Farr. They work well off each other. They have really great chemistry, and we very rarely get to see them together like this in a scene, uh, having like heart to heart, you know. And I love the fact that she she's snippy at first, and then she apologizes and she explains why. And you know, Cleaner's trying to understand and says he you know he understands what she's feeling, and, and then he admits, I don't understand what you're talking about. You know, he has a home, he has someone he loves. She's a you know an army brat. She doesn't have that foundation. I just I we, we learned a little bit about Klinger. We learned, you know, more about Margaret. We have this nice little bonding moment. And we know it won't last. You know, she'll go back to screaming at him at something stupid <laughs> that he does. Mm. Um, but that's their relationship, like you said. Um, I just, I really, really, I really enjoyed this episode. And I love Margaret episodes. And I love the fact that she got to shine in this episode. So that was great. Mm. Can't you go any faster? Unfortunately, no. What's that cow got against me anyway? Okay, so I like a good T-ball now and then. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Where does that road go? To Kimpo. Is it faster? The same way as a barrel is to the bottom of Niagara Falls. If it's faster, then take it. Look, Major, no one wants to get to Kimpo any quicker than I do, but I'm telling you, that road is full of rocks and potholes. If it's and... faster, then take it. Look, Major, I'm telling uh, you. This that... is a U.S. Army Jeep. It can take anything. Now turn right, and that's an order. <sighs> okay, Major. What did IMDb think? Okay, well, they gave it a rating of 7.3. Yeah, not good. Uh, uh, Snap judgment, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Got a (laughs) 7.6. Sorry, that's a month and a half ago, but we're recording this all within like two hours, so (laughs) it's still in my head. Sorry, I'm, I'm 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 breaking the illusion of podcasting here. Yeah, <laughs> we, we mentioned it in every episode we do. It's not, it's not really I did. Anymore. I think yeah. I probably every all six of these episodes is going to have a mention of my distaste for 
Snap judgment. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey! Where you going? Back to the main road. Maybe I can catch a ride and still make it. Major, it'll be dark very soon, a condition which makes it easy to get lost, then found by a sniper. Then you might step on a mine, which will get you to Kimpo in the form of confetti. Major, there'll be other nights in Tokyo. It's not worth risking your life over. You don't understand. This is not what I plan to be doing tonight. Well, uh, this may come as a shock, but I'm not exactly having the time of my life either. Who cares how much fun you're having? It's not your birthday. Your birthday? How come you didn't tell anybody? Because I didn't want anybody to know. Why not? Because I didn't want them throwing me some stupid party. Oh, yeah, that would be rough. All that fun and celebrating. Who needs it? Celebrating? For whose benefit? Just another excuse to get drunk and rowdy for a few hours. If it weren't my birthday, Groundhog Day would do just as well. I wanted this year to be different. Something special just for me. Uh, to be with somebody I chose, somebody I wanted to be with, do the things I wanted to do. Is that too much to ask from one stinking day in the year? Look at me, sitting by the side of the road in the middle of nowhere with not so much as even a birthday hat. There's a newspaper in the Jeep. I'll make you a birthday hat. I hate birthday hats. Let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. Charles demonstrates to the staff how to use Levifed, but the staff has been using Levifed since season eight. Oops. <laughs> Oops, a daisy. Uh, when <laughs> Lieutenant Yamato raises her hand at the start, uh, at the start uh, ma- of Major Winchester's lecture, he addresses her as, of course, Lieutenant Nakamara, the real last name of the actress. So that's yep. the second time that this done. The second time, yeah, and back-to-back episodes. Colonel Potter says, "I don't know nothing about birth and no bovines," which is a play on the line from Gone with the Wind from 1939. Somewhere a multitude of Winchesters are doing somersaults in their graves. At least you're losing your dignity in a worthy cause, Major. This could be a whole new career for you, Charles. Pet obstetrician. Only doctor in Boston with a salt lick in his office. <laughs> uh, hold it, boys. That Leverfed's got her pulse bouncing back like Mildred's sponge cake. Which means Junior should be making a grand entrance any minute now. Oh, oh make that any second. Oh, look, 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 there it comes, there it comes, there it comes. The foot's coming out. Does that mean it's a breach? No, 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 that's the front foot. The head's next. It went back in. What'd she do, change her mind? The foot went back in. What does that mean? Uh, it'd be right back out. There it is. There it comes. There it is. Oh. A nose! A nose! Hello, nose. Oh, look at this. She's sucking my fingers already. Well, it's not even halfway out, and it's already sucking. Isn't that incredible? That's a good vital sign. Come on. There it is. There it is. There it is. All the way out. What? Well, hello, little lady. Welcome to the world. Isn't she beautiful? Looks just like her mama. This is indeed a blessed event. Now all we gotta do is dress some old war wounds and we're in business. I want to thank you all very, very much. Don't mention it. I certainly won't, class. Dismissed. Uh, trivia time. Okay, so last episode's question. 4077 had to bug out into a cave. What was Hawkeye having issues with? Well, the answer was he suffered from claustrophobia. Okay. So, this episode's trivia question. What's the five-letter Yiddish word for bed bug? There we go. <laughs> All right. If you know the answer, well done, because I had no idea. Uh, no go ahead and send that to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. I remember the episode where that was the yep. thing, but I don't remember the answer. I mean, obviously, we have it no. written in front of us, but yeah, didn't know it. There are so many things I was so sure I'd have in my life by now. And every Christmas, every birthday, all those milestones, 
Just remind me of what's still not there. And today turned out to be just another day in the middle of nowhere. You know, Klinger, I envy you. Are you kidding? For what? For one thing, the way your face lights up when you talk about Toledo. Yeah, it's a great place. Klinger, I've been there. What's so great about it is that it's your hometown. Army brats like me don't have hometowns. <laughs> I mean, I never went to the same school two years in a row. Wow, I was once in the same grade for two years in a row. <laughs> yeah, that, that must have been rough for you. I remember how we always used to razz the new kids. I never thought about it from their side. I guess we were kind of jerks. After a while, I'd, I'd try to make friends. And as soon as I did, sure enough, would have to move out again. And it always hurt. Finally, I decided not to let anyone get close enough to hurt me again. I guess I'm still doing that. Hey, nobody's perfect. I know everybody thinks I'm tough, demanding, insensitive, cold, callous, crabby. Feel free to disagree at any time. Think of it this way. Maybe you are all that stuff. But deep down, underneath, I think maybe there's some more stuff that's pretty good stuff. You know? That's probably the nicest thing anyone has ever tried to say to me. Thanks. Sure. Happy birthday. Match 4077 Podcast is all over social media. If you'd like to email us, you can do so by sending your emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at mash4077podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at geekyfanboy. And you can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook group. You can search MASH 4077 Podcast. And if you want to read our show notes or get more information about the podcast, you can do so on our main website, which is at MASH4077Podcast.com. If you are enjoying our podcast, consider making a donation. We have a Patreon account at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash GeekyFanboy. All right, so this is definitely another another solid episode. We has, I think this is probably. Oh no, I was gonna say this. This has been great six episodes, but yeah, majority of them were really really good. I mean, we gave eights and nines. That's, Absolutely, that's pretty great, and but they were well deserving of those numbers. Yeah, so very <laughs> good job. All right, well, I am Kenny, and I'm Simon, and we'll be seeing you. Hi, hi everybody. Well, look what the war dragged in. Margaret, what are you doing back so early? Ah, oh, we never made it to the plane. Jeep broke down. We had to hitch a ride back. Well, you sure missed out on the excitement. Oh, no. Don't tell me. Yep, we had ourselves a bright, bouncing baby calf. Uh, I'm a dead man. How many people know? Well, there's the cow and the rest of the camp. What was the time of arrival, just so I'll know who to avoid? It must have been around 10 o'clock. Around 10 o'clock? Gee, I'd love to pay off, but there's no way I can without an exact official time of birth. 1007! <laughs> Maybe I can post date a check till 1960. And the winner is. Major Margaret Houlihan. <laughs> Major, I can't give you 50 bucks. I only collected 10. Okay, I'm a softie. You can forget the $50. Oh, thank you. A million thank yous. My thank yous, thank you. On second thought. I'll take the 10. Huh? There's somebody I want to buy a present for. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, the Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. 
And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license, all rights reserved.